Hi, friends, and welcome to season two of the Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker podcast. I am Debbie, your host, and the creator of what I believe is a sacred space in which I have conversations with individuals from all sectors who are dedicated to elevating consciousness around different aspects of life. With a background in ghostwriting and editing books, content development, and medical journalism, as well as many other side jobs, and several years' experience working for the international nonprofit called the Kabbalah Center, I bring you enlightening conversations with people whose work, knowledge, energy, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and experience the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. I also desire to share energy and wisdom that I received from my spiritual teacher, Karen Berg, who was the founder and spiritual director of the Kabbalah Center until her passing in 2020. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive what you need to create new possibilities and find greater levels of expansion in your health, relationships, and business. It is my honor to connect with you and be a part of your process. I believe that we are here to support each other on our earthly journey, and I also believe that life's challenges are most effectively tackled from the inside out. Each episode of my show presents another way to do that. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and for being with me. I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to today's Cosmic Chat with Debbie Sugarbaker. I am so excited to be bringing on Rachel Skalltalk, who is an angel, medium, and an intuitive development mentor. Hi, hi Rachel. Hi Debbie, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. I'm so sorry about the time difference. Oh, look, it's okay. We arranged it before the daylight savings, and then so the time difference is a little tricky. Yeah, that's right. We're here now. That's great. It's amazing to connect with someone in Australia, too, because so it's Thursday morning for you, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. We're literally on different days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's really strange, isn't it? Like you're the day before and in the, your evening. Yeah. But it's wonders of technology. We can connect with each other. Exactly. And it's also kind of magical because it's, we're kind of connecting beyond time. And we're here. We're going to be talking about angels today. And angels work outside of time also, right? That's right. In the spiritual realm, there is no time at all. It doesn't matter what the timing is. It's always perfect. Exactly. And it's just interesting because I also been studying Kabbalah for many years and in this week's reading portion that we study it's about the, the three angels that came to Abraham so it's really interesting it just feels like they're around oh perfect yeah what an amazing what an amazing synchronicity and which which three angels are they I think it was Gabriel Raphael and um and Michael that's okay they usually they're the top you know the top four are Uriel Michael Gabriel and Raphael in across yeah. all the spiritual belief systems. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's interesting. It's really interesting. So I am actually so excited to chat with you because 
angels and angel mediums is one of my real joys in life. I don't even know how you got into the work that you do. I'm really fascinated by people who are able to tap into that realm because it just feels like it's it's a certain vibration. It's a very high vibration of blessing, of love. Whenever I think of the angelic realm and tapping into those angels, it's very pure and very loving. Okay. I was trying to think of a, sh a way to shorten my story because it does go back a bit, but... Um, it started with an angel intervention. I've always been, since I was in my teens and in my 20s, I was always interested in crystals and new thought authors, as they were called then, like Louise Hay and Norman Vincent Peale, to change your thoughts, to change your life. And I had tarot cards when I was younger, but I had never really thought about angels. I'm not raised in a, re a particularly religious family, so that wasn't introduced to me in that way. So when I came to Australia, I'm originally from an island near the UK called Jersey. I came to Australia as a traveller and I was travelling across the mountain range coming back to where I was staying on the coast when a voice um, told me to stop my car. So it was a strong masculine voice. I was on my own in the car and the road was pretty empty and it was raining and a loud voice said stop. And I thought perhaps there was someone out on the road. So I slowed down and wound my window down and, and had a look and there was no one there. And so I continued. And then around the next corner, the angel said, stop again. It was very deep, loud in my ear this time. So I paid attention, but I really slowed down. And there was a multiple car accident had just happened, a pile up on, on around the next corner. So that set me on a journey. Everyone was fine in the accident. I have to say that because I know we're all sensitive <laughs> here. Everyone was fine, but there were cars everywhere and it would have been dangerous if I'd have kept going at the speed I was at. So after that, it, I, I had questions. You know, I really was seeking the answer to who had spoken to me. Why me at that moment? And I just needed to know. And I started to get a lot more signs like feathers every day on my doorstep. I heard that same voice call my name quite often. I heard celestial music. All of these things started happening to me. So I went looking for answers and it eventually led me to a spiritual teacher who was all about angels. And everything that she said in that seminar that I went to had happened to me. So I knew it was angels. I really, really knew that was the angels then. And I've since realized that was Archangel Michael because I now hear his voice a lot when I'm doing my reading and teaching and healing. Wow. And I went to training. I developed my intuitive and psychic gifts. And that's when everything just came together and I had the vision that I would start my own business. And that was 20 years ago now. So I started out doing one-on-one -on -one healing and readings for people from my home clinic. And it's evolved to an online business now over the last few years, yes. So your first interaction with the angels, not probably not your first, because I think that they're mm. around, this realm is around us all the time. We just don't, it's just beyond the five senses. But the first way that you kind of took it in was clear audience, that the angels spoke to you, right? So That's right. So how do you do your readings now? I'm just curious, you know, there's obviously there's clairsentience that people tap in in different ways. How is it that you tap in when you do your readings? Uh, now I tap in using all the channels because I've learned to develop them. So interestingly, when I started out and my own training, 
I realized that I was clairsentient, that I'd been really sensitive, really empathic my whole life, and that I hadn't realized that it was an intuitive, a psychic channel, right? And it was through training that I learned that it was. And then I think that clairaudience happened because it was an intervention, life and death intervention, that it came at exactly the right time. And I, that would have got my attention much more strongly than, than a feeling, right? The feeling I might have ignored. So the um, developing my clairsentience really helped my other channels to develop. And that's what I teach in my programs, is that when you rely on your primary gift, all of your other channels open. So I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, claircognizant. And that and they all blend together beautifully in the readings because they kind of work together, you know, like an orchestra. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I was once in a grocery store in Texas and this woman comes up to me and said, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but your guides are really strong. And they just spoke to me and this is what they told me. And actually what she said was so on point. So I'm just curious, we all move through the world tapped into with a certain amount of intuition and different senses. I've also spoken with mediums who are, the guy was in a restaurant, this is how he found out he was a medium and he started like getting all of this information about this woman's husband who had passed on. So I'm just curious about how you move through the world and does it affect you on a day-to-day -day basis? It can and it does and that, that kind of thing has happened to me. But after a while of working one-on-one -on -one with people and, and being busy in this work, I realized that it's actually quite difficult to be on all the time. Right. So I've learned to protect my energy and it's something I really teach as well in my courses because I think it's lovely when that kind of thing happens and it can ha happen you know, beautifully. That was beautiful timing for you. That lady had to tell you that at that moment, perhaps that was what you needed in that moment. But I think sometimes being switched on and tuned into everyone all the time, especially as a sensitive empath, it can it can be overwhelming. So I always describe it like our aura is like a trawler net. And when we're switched on psychically, we're out there in the world with this huge trawler net pulling in information. And it can be, it can be overwhelming for the, for the sensitive person. And also I have a belief that ethically, I, I don't like the idea of reading people I've, without their permission. So it's sometimes you may well get that, you know, like I've got to tell that person something. And I had a conversation with a hotel um, reception guy recently who was telling me his story and something just came out of my mouth. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you didn't mind me telling you that. And he said, no, that was fine. But generally, I, I keep myself to myself. <laughs> Somebody who's open and they're asking for you to be a channel for them, right? For their yes. Behavior. Yeah, that's right. Angels. And it's an energy exchange too, right? It's with yeah. we're in an agreement, like some people aren't open and perhaps they would take it badly. Right. If you told them something that was very personal, they could take it badly. But it's lovely when it happens and you're ready and it's the right moment. <laughs> and usually that's how it works, right? Because it's all divine timing. That's right. You work with people one-on-one -on -one and you also have master, a master class. And I know you've written a book about about intuition, about using your intuition. Maybe you can just yeah. tell us a little bit about how you work with people. And then I'd also love to hear if you have any story. I love stories. If there's any story of a student with their angels or angel stories in general that you can share. Yours, Absolutely. Yours, 
so powerful about the car accident. That that story still gives me goosebumps. <laughs> and even though that happened to me that long ago. And I think any time the angels give us their time, their attention, their guidance, it's really powerful and we can feel it. It's an authentic feeling that gives you those goosebumps. Hi guys, I'm quickly interrupting this episode to let you know that you can now support the Cosmic Chats on Patreon. Check out my page, Debbie Sugarbaker Cosmic Chats, and feel free to become a monthly donor. We so appreciate it, and it helps us to keep this show going, to get this information, this wisdom, this energy out there on the waves and touching hearts and souls like yours. Thank you so much in advance and enjoy the rest of the episode. I've always worked as an energetic healer, working with the angels, clearing lower energies, helping people. And then just recently, I've stopped doing one-on-one healings with people apart from in my mentorship program. Now I'm focusing mostly on teaching Mm -hmm. and helping people to lightworkers to open their gifts and to know and fulfill their purpose. Because I think there are so many awakening souls right now. There's so many people who are, are looking for authentic, genuine information and that they want to allow their gifts to unfold and find out how they're meant to express that. So I'm focusing a lot more on teaching in my programs. I've got a program called Angel Communication and one called Awaken Your Soul Gifts at the moment that that they're online, but it helps people in that way to not only find out what their guidance is, but to help to be able to share the ways, you know, learn how to bring through guidance and give it to other people. I think that's a really powerful gift to give people. But I still do readings. I I do half hour and one hour readings one-on-one as well. So I just love working with the angels. Yeah. I feel that what you do is so powerful. I heard a video that you shared a couple of weeks ago. It was on a Sunday and it was about inspiring people towards following this path because it's so outside of the realm of most of the conditioning that we grew up with. It wasn't like, oh yeah, their possible career is in angelic communication or communicating with souls or anything really in the spiritual realm. It's part of this awakening that's happening and that has been happening. It's really beautiful how you encourage people to follow their soul in that way because I think that we need that from each other because it's just so opposite of a lot of the messages that either we received growing up or that we get from society. And to really believe in yourself and to go that way takes a lot of courage. I agree with that. You you put it so beautifully, yes. And, And I think we can follow the opinions of others. We can follow what we think we're meant to be doing in the world. And we forget that there's more than one way to live your life and that your soul has a plan. There are certain gifts that you have. There are certain things that you've come to do. And you've got free will within all of that. And your angels are there to help you understand what your soul guidance is and to open the doors, show you the path and guide you away from your challenges and help you to overcome the difficulties and the obstacles. So your angels are are like your personal guides, coaches, teachers and healers this lifetime that have come to help you to remember who you really are on a soul level. And tune out those ego voices and the opinions and the fears in the world, right? So I love that because I think we're, once we realize there's a, there's a soul path and we're not supposed to be keeping up with everyone else. 
and we're not supposed to be comparing ourselves with anyone else because everyone is unique and everyone has the same connection to the angels that I have and you have. Everyone can hear their angels. Everyone can tune into that guidance. You don't have to become an angel medium to do it. It might be the last thing you want to do. But you can expand your senses a bit to be able to tune in and have lifelong guidance in a direction that brings you peace. And that's ultimately what it's all about. I think about bringing us peace and fulfillment. Yeah. So beautiful. And yeah, yeah like the angels can guide you to learn how to, how to protect, especially how you said, like a lot of the people who connect with angels are usually, you know, very sensitive souls who take on the pain of other people and have issues with like boundaries and, you know, feeling like, you know, can be in a bad mood because their partner's in a bad mood and et cetera. And so learning, I feel like the angels can also guide us to learn how to, um, you know, stay rooted and connected to ourselves and to that strength and soul and not to be manipulated and pulled down. And the angels can yeah. help us really with, with a lot of that stuff, right? That's right. And I think by helping us with that, they help us to become more of who we are, like our full potential. And we start to let go of the things that aren't us. I think if you're sensitive and empathic, you have extra angels because they know how hard it is for us in the, the duality. <laughs> we live in an environment where there's a lot of fear, but there's also a lot of love. And there are two frequencies. And if we can tune out of that frequency of fear and tune into love and learn how to handle, transcend, or overcome fear, then that frees you up in so many ways it frees you up to do what you want to do with your life to live live your beautiful life totally mm -hmm. it's so interesting because i wasn't planning to share this but when when i first started connecting with angels it was through my spiritual teacher who was very connected with them and i was working with her on a few different projects her name was karen berg and she was also with Kabbalah and I remember one angel in particular at one time I was like kind of get, gathering the information and you know about Hanio and then it was about maybe eight months later and I was going through a really difficult process my brother who ended up passing away was you know sick he was going through mm. very serious mental illness and my mom were dealing with it and I was out of my office <laughs> and like a lot of anxiety and stress so I was like stressed and pulled in all these different directions and I remember mm. I was sitting outside and I just like asked that angel, she came to mind, he, Haniel, it. And I asked for that help because I know that she's an angel that can help with that feminine energy, with the healing connected with the moon. And I think that the, it was a full moon. And I remember mm. just calling in that energy to be with me. And I was outside and I felt like this peace. And I released this like stress inside about not being in the office. And I just made peace with that. I made peace with these different situations. And I was in the midst of so much chaos. It felt like drama and afraid about my brother and with my mom and, you know, a lot of emotions around. Yeah. And yeah, that was a really powerful experience with that angel where I could really feel her presence and her help. That's beautiful. I was about to say Haniel is about peace. And you said that was the feeling that came over you was a feeling of, of peace. And lifting out all of that sort of whirlwind of different emotions that that i'm so sorry for your loss of your brother as well let me just say that and blessings for that and it feels like your angels gathered around you to 
totally. to help you out of that storm. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So you were going to share a story about your a student or somebody who had an angel story also. Yeah, sure. And, and it's interesting because the story that the angels gave me today, because I was thinking, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And I thought, yeah, this, the, this is the perfect story. It's similar in a way to what happened with you. So a lady came to see me. I'll change her name to Jenny. But it was when I was doing the one-on-one -on -one healings. And she came to see me and she had completely lost hope. She was in a workplace which was very toxic. She had a bullying boss. And she was um, someone who was a giver in all ways. You know, she worked in an industry that was all about giving and helping and healing people. But she had this angry energy around her from, from what was going on in the workplace. And she'd also recently lost a relative who was the person she was closest to in the world. And the way that person had passed away had left her with a lot of guilt, which wasn't hers, but she felt like she should have done more. And she was just at the lowest ebb. And when I looked into her eyes, there, it was just, there was no light in her eyes and she was on the edge of giving up. So we had a very powerful healing with Archangel Michael. And Archangel Michael helped her to clear her attachment to the workplace, to um, the grief about her family member, and to try and reframe it a little bit to, so that she remembered to let go of that guilt and grief. And she walked away feeling a little bit lighter, but she said, I don't know if I, I can stop blaming myself. I don't know if I can, if I can get through this. And then she called me a couple of days later and she said she'd had an intense dream with the angels. And it was Archangel Michael and Mother Mary, I believe. And she'd had this immense peace come over her where she knew everything was going to be okay. And after that, she left the job, whereas I was trying to persuade her before that to, that her guidance was to leave the job. And she was pretty sure that she couldn't, that there was nothing else out there. She got offered a job somewhere else, much nicer environment. She was able to sell her home that she'd been, she'd been stuck with for a long, long time. And her life just completely changed. She, and the light came back into her eyes, which was the most amazing part of it. And I think from that, I, I realized as well that the healing doesn't just happen in the session. You know, once you ask the angels for help, that what it is that we, we need comes to us in the perfect and divine way for us. And for her, she had the healing that was important. And it sort of opened a crack a bit. You know, a bit of light was able to get in. And then she, um, she went home, had a sleep, and had this amazing intervention, which gave her faith back. I think it was, it was a lack of faith that was putting her on the edge. It was, a, it was a profound healing and it was profound to see the change in her eyes. Yeah. That, that was something that really, really stuck out to me. I just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. -E -E there, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or to sign up for a one-on-one -on -one Theta Healing session with me.
I've got lots of stories of people who have been sort of immersed in that fear and fear energy. I always see it like black clouds yeah. and it builds around us in our aura and it blocks off the light and our, and what the angels can do is to remove those heavy energies, the emotions that cause them, the thoughts that cause them and that energy, which then opens us up to be able to connect back in with that higher frequency of love and hope. Yeah, the, the angels bring such beautiful energy of blessing and light and the angelic realm. Right. I love that, the, the vibe and so much heart energy. At least that's, that's been my experience with it also. And um, yes. it's beautiful. While you were saying, you mentioned the word intervention. So angels are like intercessors, right? And you also mentioned mm -hmm. Mother Mary. So it's, it's interesting because intercessors, I mean, and I don't know exactly how the spiritual world works, but it's my understanding that you need to kind of call upon the angels. And this is something that I also learned from my teacher, Karen Berg, that they're kind of, angels are like messengers. They have a job and they do the job, but we can actually call on them to help us and to say, can you help me with this angel, Michael? Can you help me with this? And they're, they act as intercessors between us and the divine, right? Yes. Yes, they're, they're divine messengers. So I think that we're given the angels as a gift from the divine to be our sort of personal versions of the divine and to be to carry our prayers and to intervene where needed where necessary and to bring us the answers to our prayers too you know if there's a an answer to something we've been asking for that comes from the divine source it's delivered to us by our angels and and it, it, it i see them like heavenly translators it's like the spiritual energy is sometimes so high that we can't quite work it out yeah and they bring it down to our level because they can manage to be in this fear energy love energy duality with us yeah and they they can only help us if it's life and death before our time or when we ask so we right. really need to use our free will and invite them to help us with whatever it is whatever it is we need help with what we're struggling with what we want to manifest what needs right. healing even inner feelings you know i'm having a feeling about this can you help me to make sense of it to you know see what i'm supposed to learn from it yes yes definitely it is very it is very personal so you can and i always say pour out your heart tell them what you are thinking and feeling because right. whilst you're pouring out your heart to them you're giving them access so they can come closer and they're also able to lift those heavy energies. I did a meditation or like an opening meditation in my course yesterday. And immediately everyone said, oh, I feel lighter. And someone said, oh, I feel lighter in my chest. It's, it, they come in and they take that heaviness so that then we can figure things out. Yeah. You know, we, we can reconnect. Yeah, from a different yeah. vibration, from a different space, we elevate our vibration and then new possibilities come in. That's right. Yes. And then we're, we're now open to the infinite possibilities instead of being closed down and thinking, oh, this is the way it has to be. And that's, I'm stuck and I can't change. So beautiful. I know that we just had a big eclipse. I'm not even sure how that works in the hemispheres with the moon and the eclipse. Did you guys the same full blood? Moon? We had it too. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we um, did. I think they couldn't see it in England. I think the UK was the only only place on the planet that they couldn't see it i'm pretty sure but yeah we could this time 
it feels like there's it's a lot of change. It's like the day after we here in the U.S. we had a, all of our elections, and I was, had an astrologer on yesterday, and she was saying we're going to feel the effects of this eclipse for at least six months, and even well into 2023. Like it's bringing in a new energy, you know. Yeah. And I was wondering if you have any message from the angels about about these changes, and maybe how people can use use this time or what can we know from the angels that can help us to move forward and to elevate and to become more of who we are yes sure so from from the angels perspective this is a, another opportunity to reset so the eclipse they showed me when i was asking them this morning that they showed me that like blindfolds coming off so being able to see things like we were talking before from the perspective of love instead of fear and so we've had a lot of big events, haven't we, over the last few years, astrologically and <laughs> generally, humanly. And so the energy is building because we have more of an opportunity to wake up to our own spiritual selves, our spiritual truth, and to reset the way that we're thinking and the way that we're creating in the world. So that was something that was clear, is that if you want something different, to start to work with your angels, ask them. You, you don't need to do a special prayer or anything. Just say, angels who are around me, please help me. And ask to perhaps be shown things in a different perspective, especially if there's a lot of fear in your mind. Ask for help with resetting your intentions. Like what is it that you want to create in your life, in your world? But also how do you want to see the collective outcome? And to be in a state of compassion and love when you're thinking about that. So it's interesting because so many of the world events, things like elections and things like the pandemic, it's like the whole world is thinking in the same way or thinking about the same thing. And the angel's guidance is remember your power. You have the power inside of you to see things differently and to not feel like you're a victim or powerless against the whatever is, is going on in the world and that your thoughts and the way that you envision the world is very powerful. It has, it has a powerful outcome. So that doesn't mean you're trying to control the outcome of a specific situation, but if you can hold the vision of the world being peaceful, being loving, people being kind to each other and come from that place yourself, that's, that is, it's like riding the wave of this eclipse energy and, the portal and the full moon and everything that we've got going on this week. You did send me a, a little preview of the questions. I asked particularly, they say to step away from the me versus you mentality and do what you can to share or give or do something in the name of love and oneness over the next couple of weeks and try to move away from that them versus us energy oh, that's really strong powerful because yeah. recently i've been thinking about that a lot like even some people who maybe we don't see eye to eye or we've clashed in the past and i realized wow they're actually and this has been a process over the past actually since december the great conjunction this became very apparent for me that most mm. of the time the people in our reality are mirroring parts of myself could be either something inside that i need to see just bringing up a reaction could be 
something that my inner child needs to heal could be a shadow self, could be that their behavior, and I'm like, oh, that's awful. But actually, maybe that's just something that I've repressed because when I was a little girl, maybe it wasn't okay to act like that. It was selfish, bad, wrong, unless you were caring for other people. And so I've had to really work on reintegrating a lot of different parts of myself and also seeing the other person is also a part of us, also has that divine spark. I don't need to agree with them on everything, but at least to recognize that they too have that spark of the divine inside. Yeah, that namaste. Hey? I see the soul, the spirit in you. Right. And it's also with me. So, yeah. And, and to, to remember as well, because we are in a duality, which means that people get polarized. And right. fear is the most polarizing thing at all, of all. You know, as soon as people go into fear, right. they can get rigid. So if we bypass that, not by saying you're wrong or this isn't what it should be, but just by role modeling love and asking the angels for that as well, you know, some people are, are never going to come over to that, right, necessarily in, in our lives. I'm thinking from the perspective of sometimes if you've got a skeptic in your life who doesn't believe in angels or doesn't believe in spiritual beliefs or thinks that it's something that they don't, you know, is opposite to what they want. The, the angels have always said to me, don't waste your time and energy trying to get someone over to your side. Just allow them to be what they're going through because that's what they need at that time. And kind of and by spend as much love. space. Yeah. No, it's so yes. beautiful. Kind of like by giving them their space, you're doing something even higher. You're elevating the whole situation. Yes. Rather than letting your ego get into, I'm right, you're wrong, or, oh, no, I hate being judged, or whatever it is. It's like two people pulling on a tug of war rope, right? When one person lets go, the other person's got nothing to pull on. So that sort of um, angsty energy. So I love that this morning when they said, just share love or food or something with someone and change the, the me versus them energy. That's so beautiful. So do you channel mostly Archangel Michael? You said he's your favorite, or do you channel more angels? You know, if somebody asked a question of you, could you kind of tap into the angels now? I can. I can tap into to the other angels. I work with Archangel Michael mostly because I guess he's the one that showed up for me to start off with. And um, I'm really a big promoter of protecting our energy, not from fear, but from, you know, from a perspective of fear, but from just looking after our energetic field and keeping the energy always high in integrity. And of course, he carries that sort of transmutation, which gets rid of a lot of the toxic attachments that we carry with us sometimes, yeah. um, because we're human. And but I work closely with Archangel Raphael, and yeah, I, I do tune into the other archangels. Sometimes they pop into a reading, or when I'm working with someone. So, yeah, there's lots of ways. I used to do a lot of angel meditations. And I always liked working with, maybe it's because I have a lot of like Scorpio, like strong energy. So I'm like, yeah, let's get some change in here. Yeah. But Archangel, Nath also my brother's name was Nathaniel. So Archangel oh. Nathaniel, yeah, he's beautiful, pretty strong energy. Like I remember doing some meditations with him and felt like this energy come in. He's strong. He's the ones that I did. It was mm -hmm. like you, you visualized your path, like the obstacles in your path being burned away, the confusions, the doubts, the fears. I think he's connected with the fire element. And he's one of your, 
your guardian angels. Definitely a guardian angel, but I don't know. I just always connected with with his energy, even though it's angelic. Yeah. I think among the angels, he's stronger. You got to be a little bit brave to deal with him because he can. He brings in the the change, and you got to be ready. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah. No. But when when you were talking about him, I could see an angel step forward. And I'm not sure what he's holding, but it looks like a big parcel almost. But it was like moving. He came in strongly, moving forward. So I I saw that as one of your guardian angels. That's that's someone who's with you a lot. Yeah. Oh my god. Which is which is lovely. So you know, the, like you said right at the beginning, I think the the spirit realm is hard for us to understand. Right? We don't have the full picture of it because we're down here in our physical bodies. <laughs> We will know, we'll remember, but it's not a coincidence, is it, that Nathaniel and Archangel Nathaniel are, are your, yeah. are both the same name. And can you tap into uh, two guardian angels? Like, do you feel like you could get if I asked, if I if I asked my guardian angel to bring through a message? You feel like you could tap in. You can, I can, when I do readings, I, what I first do is ask for um, my clients, guardian angels to step forward, my guardian angels and Archangel Michael and anyone else that wants to be there and from the angelic realm. And then they sort of create a kind of a committee <laughs> where they're all contributing to the reading. Oh, I see. So sometimes there will be a specific message from a specific angel or it might be that because our angels are speaking from our soul. It's often that they're all echoing the same strong message. And so I just love to bring that through because some psychics will tune into your aura or, you know, different, different energies. But my readings are always obviously angel readings. Yeah. So you definitely can. And it would be nice to, you know, sometimes one angel will show up because you've got so many with you that they couldn't possibly all just say, hey, you know, <laughs> it's me, right. it's me, it's me. So one will show up as their representative. So it was interesting that then that Archangel Nathaniel just stepped forward then as soon as you started talking about yeah. him. So it looks like he's got a gift for you or something that's much bigger than you've been visualizing it. So it's like, and, and I feel like you need to... Um, these are the words. These are not coming from me. It's like, don't play small. Don't wow. play small. Have a bigger vision. And you're, they're showing me that you're very grounded. Your feet are very much on the ground and that you've had a really beautiful spiritual grounding as in the basis of what you've learned so far has been really authentic and beautiful. So you're stepping up into teaching as well, aren't you, eventually? Yeah, in some ways, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what's coming. That's what's coming forward for you. And it's not going to be difficult. It's just do it in the simplest way. Do it in the simplest way possible. And it, it will just unfold for you. You'll meet the right people. And that's what's in the parcel. It's like it's all kind of figured out. Don't worry. <laughs> wow, that's so powerful. Thank you so much. Mm. Mm, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. When it comes that strong, you have to say something, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we're in this, we're in this very angelly space right yeah, now. Yeah, we're in very yeah. angelic space. And, yeah, I just mm. I wanted people to know um, that you teach, we said it earlier in the live, but you do master classes. You teach people how to tap into the angels for themselves. 
how to tap into yes. their intuition, how to live more from that place. Mm -hmm. Yes, and and I've got two books. I've got the I got I bought them with me. My life with angels, which is my story, but also stories of many of my clients. And also it's got how to access the guidance in the of the angels. So that one's on Amazon. Um, and then I've got this one, which is for sensitives and empaths, loving your sensitive self. It's how to protect your energy. The angels channeled this to me, but it doesn't read like a channeled book. It's, you know, it's like a how to again, how to protect your energy, why you're sensitive, what things you can do to change your auric behavior so that you're not drawing in other people's energy sometimes mm -hmm. and um yeah that one that came to me because i was having such a hard time as a healer <laughs> to start my first year i was a lot of help and they they said okay you need to start learning about your own energy field and how to stop taking on everybody else's energy mm. that's Love on amazon you. as well okay my life with angels how to access the wisdom and healing of the angels yeah Beautiful. both angel guided so <laughs> wow. and that's why i love to teach because i think everyone needs to know their angels they need to connect with their angels because once the angels are with you it doesn't mean you'll never have problems again but it does mean that you'll easily transcend them and you've got that spiritual support with you every step of the way exactly mm. and it's almost like they can support us in a way sometimes especially some of us who feel somewhat misunderstood at times or the angels they have an understanding that's beyond. We all have our incapacities and capacities because of whatever we were grew up with, but angels are always connected to that bigger picture. And so it's so beautiful to be able to connect with them. And, you know, sometimes even if you just have, you know, Sometimes I think about family members or people that I have a little worry about. And I say, you know what? I'm going to do a little meditation. I'm going to send them some angels. I'm going to send them light. I'm going to send angels this way. I'm going to send angels over here. Or if I see someone like kind of driving crazy or, you know, an accident, just drive by. You can send angels. You can send angels to a lot of places, right? Divine light, angels. That's right. That's it. And it's not intrusive. It's it's. It's a really beautiful, powerful way. And it helps you to not carry that worry and stress in your own energy that if you say, okay, hand this over to the angels, please, yeah. please help that person or that animal. And it does work. It's beautiful. It's beautiful that you're doing that, I think. And we've got no idea how that impacts the people. Exactly. I remember mm. after, my, uh, after my brother passed and my dad also passed, it was like very close together. So I became like kind of obsessed with watching near-death experiences and you know people would cross over and one of the things that I heard when they saw like a picture of their lives or they were able to see the bigger picture they actually felt the prayers of everyone who, who prayed for them who sent light to them and they felt that love from the heart and that's not usually something that we actually immerse ourselves in or remember on a daily basis but the love and the light that we send to other people yes because it's it's the energy isn't it and i guess when our loved ones go over to the other side they're in the energy so they can feel our energy when we send it to them i love that that's such a beautiful thing to remember that yeah. you, your loved ones do hear you and they do feel the love that you send them it keeps us connected exactly. doesn't it yeah. yeah that we're all connected so is there anything else that you feel to share today? I don't know. I just have to say, um, I was about to say earlier that one of the um, 
one of my favorite teachers is Dr. Wayne Dyer. And since you were talking before, I was really feeling, when we were talking about the eclipse, I was really feeling his energy really strongly as well. And I think your question about the eclipse and the elections and all the other big energy changes and the changes that are happening, that, you know, his, I, yeah, I'm getting goosebumps. His work was always about, you know, sharing compassion, sharing love, sharing peace and connecting to the, making a, a strong conscious connection to the divine and and the in a way to bring that through. And I think that we're conduits. Each of us are a conduit. We don't realize it. We think, okay, we're physical beings, but we're conduits between the divine and and earth. And so in that way, that's why the angels love us. That's why they want to work with us. That's why they bring us the, our messages. They revere us. They don't look down on us at all. They think we're amazing. They've shown me so many times giving us a crown. Like that's their way of saying, you know, I think you're amazing. And just to remind you and everyone that we are conduits of this divine energy. And as soon as we call on an angel, we're bringing that divine energy into earth. And if we send it to, to others or to places or to politicians or whoever, it doesn't matter that energy is able to, to move through and make a difference. So remember that you're a conduit for love. That's the last thing I want to say. Wow, that's so beautiful. And as you were speaking and you said you pull it in, it's like I could feel the certainty of that. Like it takes a certain amount yes. of certainty in the divine. Like, okay, if there is this divine energy and it is mm. all loving and all good, then it must be there. So let me, how can I bring that through to be in this realm a conduit for it? That's right. That's right. It comes from, you know, we're physical manifestations of spirit. So it comes down through our crown chakra. It literally drops in through us. And so when we pray, that's a mudra. It's sending, it's, it's calling in the energy, bringing it down. When we make intentions, it radiates out from us. If we go to sacred places, we bring that energy through even more strongly, you know, it yeah. charges us up. Yeah. So I love this. I can feel the energy really strongly as we're talking too. It's really powerful. Thank you for me inviting too. me. Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've loved every minute of it. I truly hope that this episode nourished your spirit and or opened you to a deeper level of connection or a higher perspective. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family and leave me a review. I appreciate your support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well, take care, lots of love, magic, joy, opportunities, and blessing always. Bye-bye.